Welcome to the podcast of Christ Church in Town in Jacksonville, Florida. We are seeking the renewal of all things in Jesus Christ. Towards that end, we are committed to cultivating personal transformation in Christ, an uncommon fellowship of racially and economically diverse individuals, and the flourishing of our neighbors. To join our local body in membership or financial support, visit ChristChurchInTown.org. Today, our scripture reading, we will continue our sermon series in Isaiah. So our scripture reading today is coming from Isaiah 58. Isaiah chapter 58, if you are willing and able, would you please stand from, for the reading of God's word. We'll read verses 1 through 14. Cry aloud. Do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their transgression, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as if they were a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the judgment of their God. They ask of me righteous judgment, they delight to draw near to God. When they went, why have we fasted and you see it not? Why have we humbled ourselves and you take no knowledge of it? Behold, in the day of your fast, you seek your own pleasure and oppose all your workers. Behold, your fast. Behold, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to hit with a wicked fist. Fasting like yours this day will not make your voice to be heard on high. It's such the fast that I chose a day for a person to humble himself. It is to bow down down his head like a reed and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him. Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast I have chosen? I chose, I choose to loose the bonds of the wicked, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke. It is not to share your bread, is it not to share your bread with the hungry? And bring the homeless, bring the homeless poor into your house. When you see the naked, to cover them. And not to hide yourself, hide from your own flesh. Then shall your light break forth like the dawn. And your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteous shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord shall, then the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here am I. If you take away the yoke from your take the yoke from your miss, the pointing of the finger, and speaking wicked, wickedness, 
If you pour yourself out for the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then shall your light rise in the darkness and your gloom be as noonday. And the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your desires in scorched places and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered grass, like a spring of water whose water do not fail. And your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt, and you shall rise up the found, you shall raise up the foundation of many generations. You shall be the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the streets to dwell in. If you turn your foot from the Sabbath, if you turn back your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day and call the Sabbath a delight, and the holy day at the Lord's honor, and the holy day of the Lord honorable, if you honor it, not going your own way or seeking your own pleasure, or talking idly, then you shall delight in the Lord, and I will make you ride on the, high, on the heights of the earth. I will feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true and given to us in love. You may be seated. So as we look at this passage, we, we see that the Jews are still in captivity, and they are practicing fasting to gain favor and a release from the Lord. They were more concerned with the external appearances than with internal holiness. So God speaks to the prophet, and he tells the prophet, he says, cry out loud. Cry aloud. What he's saying to them is, I want you to make known to the people their disobedience. I want you to tell them about themselves, for a lack of better words. I, I want you to let them know. I want you to get in their business. I need you to let them know that I know what's going on. So when he says cry out loud, it, it's, it's for... It's kind of like a, a, a trumpeter, and he blows this trumpet because he's trying to get everybody's attention. It's kind of like kids when they're in school. When it's a cold red, everybody knows it's time to lock the doors. It's time to get everybody together, and the students know that I now need to pay attention to the teacher because she's about to tell us something that we did not know. So, he tells the prophet to cry out loud. Then he says this, don't hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. He says, I need you to make it known to everybody. I don't want anybody to have an excuse that we did not know. Listen to what he says to them. Declare to my people their transgressions, to the house of David their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as if they were a holy nation that did righteousness. Y'all see this? If, if there's ever a scripture where we could have read and dropped the mic, this was it. This was it. Nothing else truly needs to be said. What God is saying, let them know I see them. They want me to think 
They're something that they're not. See, for me, you can trick me. And I can even trick you. But none of us have the ability to trick God. Because he sees everything. He knows everything. And this is what he's saying. Let them know that I see them. They seek me daily. They delight to know my ways. He's going to tell he, in, in, in a few more scriptures, we're going to find out why they want to know their, his ways. And as if they were a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake, forsake the judgments of their God. Listen. So when they hear this, listen to their response. Listen to what they say. Why have we fast and you, and you see it not? Why have we humbled ourselves and you take no knowledge of it? They admit, hey, listen, we've been doing this. We've been fasting. We've been humbling ourselves. And you take no knowledge of what we're doing. Brothers and sisters, I, I, I hate to say it. There's some of us that do stuff just out of routine. And God's not taking knowledge of it. Listen, listen, because he knows, he knows the desire. He knows the heart behind it. You can look at me and smile and be happy on the outside and can have unpure thoughts on the inside. I will never know, but God does. Here, here it is. It says that, that you do these things. We, we're doing this, but you're not taking note of it because they're doing these things for the wrong reason. They're doing these things for the external appearance, to, to appear to be something that they're not. This is what he was saying to the Jewish people. He was letting them know, I see them. And guess what, y'all? He sees us too. The same God who saw them, the same God who knew their heart, is the same God who sees us. He's the same God that knows our hearts. He knows what we do. He knows what we think. He knows why we move a certain way. He knows our every intention. He knows it before we do it. Behold, in that day of your fast, you seek your own pleasure and oppress all your workers. Behold, you fast only to quarrel and to fight. There are people who only read the Bible so they can argue. There are only people who read the Bible so they can prove to other people how much they know. Yeah. It's not so they can be close to God. It's not so they can shine a light in a dark world. It's so they can prove to other people who they are. So they can have, so they can have the knowledge, so they can put forth a decent argument. There's nothing wrong with knowing your word. I want to be very clear. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, but we got to have the right intent on why we're studying this word. We got to have the right intent on why we're after the things of God. He sees it right here. He says, behold, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to hit with a wicked fist. His words, not mine. Isn't this something, y'all, that he knew this? He knew this. And, and again, I'm going to say it again. We, we are just like those people. We could never look back and say, boy, they were a mess. <laughs> we have to look at ourselves. I'm a mess. Amen? 
Because sometimes our intentions aren't right. Then he says this. Then he begins to say, um, he says, well, fasting like yours this day will not make your voice to be heard on high. So it's like our prayers go unheard because we don't have the right intention. Your, your voice will not be heard. Then he says, listen, is, is this the fast that I chose? A day for a person to humble himself? Is it to bow down his head like a reed and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable to the Lord? So God is saying is that you guys have been focusing in on, 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 on how can I say this? You've been majoring in the minor. You've, you've been majoring in, in the small things. Why? Because those things make you look good on the outside. This is what he's telling them. He's telling them, I want you to focus on, on mercy and justice and taking care of the oppressed. That's what he's telling them because we're going to see it in the next couple of verses. This is what he's choosing for us to do. A lot of times we get caught up in doing things that add no value, that add no value to the kingdom. We're doing things that only make ourselves look good, and God is, God is not pleased. So my question to us today is, what are we doing? What are we doing? Are we just doing this to say that we did it? Are we doing this because we want to be light in a dark world? Are we doing this because we want to shine light so people don't have to walk in darkness? He's telling them, he's going to tell them, when you do it my way, things will change for you. When you do it my way, you will not, your, your, your darkness will be as the noonday. That's good, y'all. He's telling them this. Your way is not working. Do things my way. Look at this. Will you call that a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? Will you call that a fast? He's not, he not expecting an answer here. That's a rhetorical question. He, he don't expect, he don't expect you to, them to answer because he already know. That's what y'all call a fast, but it's certainly not what I'm calling a fast. It's certainly not what I'm calling an acceptable day in the Lord. It's certainly not a holy day to me. Look at this. Look at this verse. This is how I know he wants them to care for the poor. He wants to, want them to stand up for justice. He wants them to do things to love mercy. Here it is. Is not this the fast that I choose? To loose the bonds of the wicked, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke. Y'all see that? Right there. He says, hey, this is what I want. This, this is what I prefer that you do. Go after those people that are in chains, those people who are being held, I want you to go after them. Break the bonds of the wicked to unloose the straps of the yoke and to let the oppressed go free. We're going to see this in Isaiah 61, why Jesus said he came, why he said he came. We're going to see this. And so this is what he's telling them right now to, to help those who are in bondage. And it goes further. Look at verse 7. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? Look out for those that are hungry. Look out for those that are suffering. This is what I prefer. I don't want your religious practices. I want you to feed those who are hungry. I want you to 
Open your homes to those who have no home. This is the scripture. This is what the church is called to do. It's amazing to me that years and thousands of years ago, the same issues that we're facing, they faced. It's the same thing. The message has not changed. We have a God that cares for the oppressed. We have a God that want to see the homeless fed, and the homeless have a place to stay. The people that don't have food, he want to see them eat. He want to see the naked clothes. This is the gospel, brothers and sisters. He said this to people who were in captivity. They were, listen, these people didn't, they were not rich. They were in captivity. He was saying, take care of yourselves. Look out for those among you. That's good news. That's good news that God has called us to look out for one another. Not just in here, but the people we pass on the street. The people who don't know him as their savior. God has called us to be light in a dark world. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and to bring the homeless poor into your house? When you see the naked to cover them, is that not Matthew 25? Is that not what Matthew 25 says? Listen, he wants us, he wants us to visit those people. This is what he told the early. Listen, this is what he told the people in captivity. They, they were in ruins. They, they, their, their homeland was in ruin. He tell them, when you do what I say, I'll take care of your homeland. We're going to see this. See, I know that, that could be tricky. That could be tricky because there'll be people who say, like, like me, some time ago, that I'm doing all this stuff and all this stuff is not happening in my life. I'm trying to do what God has called me to do, and it, and it seemed like ain't no healing coming my way. I, I, listen, we're we going to read this stuff. Now, what happens, brothers and sisters, when we do these things, when we feed the homeless, when we clothe the naked, and trouble still hits our dough? What happens? Is, is God failing us? No, he's not. No, he's not. What, what, what God calls a victory don't always look like a victory. Hello? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what God calls a healing don't always look like a healing. I remember a time I was praying for this lady, and we were praying that God heals her, that he would heal her, and that lady died. That lady died, and somebody said, we were praying that God would heal her. We were praying that God would give her one more victory. And God just quickly gave me the comfort. She is healed. She does have the victory. To me, it didn't look that way. To the people in the room with me, it didn't look like she won. But she won. Are y'all following me? So in this world, in this life, we're going to be doing things and sometimes it's going to look like we're not winning. It's going to look like the enemy is winning. But brothers and sisters, when we're doing what God says, we are on the winning side. Amen? Amen. When we're answering, when we're feeding the homeless, when we're clothing the naked, we are winning. Why? Because the light of the Lord is shining in this world. Listen to this. 
It says, when you see the naked, to cover him, cover him, not to hide yourself from your own flesh. That's something, brothers and sisters, not to hide. It is, it is so easy. Y'all, we, we ain't careful, y'all. You know, we, does anybody get tired? Let, let, me, let me just, can I just be transparent for a moment? You ever get tired of people asking you for money on the street? Anybody? Anybody? That, that sometimes you really want to just go the other way. Yeah. Now, look, that, that, that ain't, you know, that we're in church. Everybody going, like, no, I never get tired. No, I ain't never bothered by those people. What about, what about when you stop at the red light? And there's a guy with a sign. And, and listen, he walks up to your window. Are y'all happy about that? I'm not all the time. I'm going to go ahead and tell the truth. I'm not all the time. Sometimes I want them to back up. But when I read this scripture, I, 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 there was some conviction. There was some conviction because the reason that I'm driving and not walking, the reason that I'm not standing on the corner holding a sign is because of his grace. So he tells us, don't hide from them. Don't, don't, don't turn your back to go the other way. Hello? We could be that person, y'all. I'm talking to Christians. We can can be that person. The moment we start doing a little bit better, we forget from which we come. He's saying, don't turn your back on your own flesh. Don't don't turn your back on your own people. He's telling them this because they're in captivity. That's your own kinfolk. Those are your own people. Don't turn your back on your own flesh. Are y'all with me this morning? We can't, we can't afford to turn nobody our back on anybody. That's an image bearer. I'm an image bearer. One image bearer can't look down on another image bearer. Amen. Go, go after them. Look at this. Almost done. It says, not to hide yourself from your own flesh. Then you shall, then shall your light break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up speedily. So when, when if, we, if we're not careful, we can read this the wrong way. We are always looking for spiritual, I mean physical healing. We're looking for physical healing. We're looking for things to be done, but this is not physical healing that he's talking about. He's talking about a spiritual healing that he was going to take care of them. He was going to wake up that which was dead. He was going to give life to that which people had discounted because their homeland was in ruin. When you get back, God said, I will take care of it. I will make everything all right. Look what he says. And, and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your guard. Y'all, y'all remember when, when the children of Israel were leaving out of Egypt? And, and he was, he, listen, he, he was before them and behind them. Y'all, y'all remember that? Yes. So, so this is what he's saying. I got you covered. I got your front and your back. Yes. When you do things my way. It's not, it's not work righteousness. Let, 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 let me be very clear, though. I don't want anybody to leave here. That Pastor Willie said, 
that if we do this, then that's how we earn our righteousness. That's not what I'm saying. Hey, listen, because all our righteousness is as filthy rags in his sight. Not my words, his. All right? So, so here it is that, that he will take care of us. He will go before us. He will be in front of us. He will be behind us. That even when we call him, what he going to say? Here I am. Isn't that good to know? Isn't that good that, that, that when you're doing what he says do, when you're moving and your righteousness uh, goes before you, it's not your righteousness, it's his righteousness working through you. It's his righteousness that's going out before you. It's him. We do what he says. He says, I will answer you. Here I am. He's promised to what? Never leave us nor forsake us. What are we doing, brothers and sisters? We can't do this thing on our own. We need to trust in him. We need to rely in, on him alone. We get caught up in ourselves. We get caught up and we think we're doing something. God says, I, I don't even see that. I, I, don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. And he's not sitting up there like this. It, it, just, it just ain't making it there. Are y'all following me? I want us to think about this. What are we doing? How do we love each other? What are we doing? What are we, what are we doing as a church? What should we be doing? How can we be moving, doing the things that God has called us to do? Not my will, God, but your will be done. Look at this, y'all. We call. He's going to say, here I am. We need to stop pointing the finger. Look, look, look at this. If you take away the yoke from the misuse, the pointing of the finger, and the speaking wickedness, if you pour yourself out for the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then shall your light rise in darkness and your gloom be as noonday. So all the darkness around us, God said, I'm going to change that. He's telling them he's going to change it. And the Lord will guide you continuously and satisfy your desire in scorched places. When it's hot, y'all, God's going to give you comfort. He says, I'm going to take care of you. Isn't that good, y'all? Yes. And look, look, I just want us for a moment, just, just for a moment, just think, what are we doing? Not what are we doing, what am I doing? Am I doing what I'm doing so that God is glorified? Or am I doing it so I can get glory? Am I doing it so God's righteousness can be seen? Or am I doing these things so my own righteousness can be seen? It's right here. This, this is what he's saying, y'all. I told you before, we could have just dropped the mic. We could have just dropped the mic and walked away because he said it. Do it my way, things going things look, things going to look differently. Not like you think, but like I think. But you keep doing what you're doing. I don't even hear that. I don't even see that. I'm not even bothered by that. That's like an a, a elephant, if he could speak, walking to a cheetah and said, I can outrun you. Cheetah ain't going, cheetah ain't, cheetah ain't finna get even warmed up on that. 
Why? It makes no sense. It makes no sense that oh, I'm finna dust you. He, he don't even stop hunting and pray. He just keep doing what he's doing. Because it makes no sense. It makes no sense for us to fight to do things our way. When God has already outlined the way that he wants us to follow. Makes no sense. We cannot fight God. We can fight, but we, we're in a losing battle. We be swinging, ain't hitting nothing but air. Like me getting in the ring with Mike Tyson. Somebody say, Mike, Mike Tyson, the old man now. I think I can get him. I say, I will let you try. <laughs> Makes no sense for me to get in the ring with him. I'm, I'm untrained. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know how to. I ain't fast enough. Brothers and sisters, we ain't fast enough. We ain't smart enough. We should seek to do his will. So my question to you today is what am I doing? Am I doing this because I want God to be glorified? Or am I trying to do this because I want my own way? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time. We thank you, God, that you have outlined what you want us to do. I pray, God, that we become people who are not caught up in our way, but we seek to move and do the things that you've called us to do, that we remember the homeless, Remember the poor. Remember the oppressed, that we will clothe the naked. Help us to do your will, not so we can be glorified, but so you, Father, can be glorified. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information or would like to help support the local body of Christ Church in town, please visit our website at ChristChurchInTown.org.